Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of The Rodcast. I'm sitting here with Pastor Rod Plummer and we are talking about a church of joy and positive faith. So this is something that uh, is who we are and it's uh, definitely something that you've intentionally built into the church, Pastor Rod. So I'd love for you to speak into that. What, what does this mean, a church of joy and positive faith? Yeah, I just uh, I just love that concept. I, that's the church I want to go to. <laughs> I um I got saved at nineteen. I was a I was a um, a fireman at that time. Um, I was coming in from pretty bad stuff, including the occult, and um, I was looking for Jesus. And when I met these wonderful, crazy Christians, like they were just wonderful uh, people in their twenties. I was nineteen. I just thought these people, these people love me and these people have crazy fun, like they have crazy joy. <laughs> it was a big part of the, the pull to, to think about Jesus. And I can't think of any other sort of church except that because that's what drew me. And um, then as a young Christian, I was part of a connect group or a small group that was just full of joy. Went to church, it was full of joy. Um, we went to live in different countries. And uh, we just realized the, the impact of having fun and joy in a church. Now, of course, we take things seriously, like Word of God and, and worship, but it's got to be wrapped in a package that humanity can accept. And I've, I've discovered that um, a lot of the world can't accept religion, can't accept law, can't accept seriousness. Um, there are some people that like that, but most people don't. And I just realized that uh, when we came to Japan 20 years ago, it's amazing. Um, there's so few Christians here in Japan. In fact, young Christians are almost, there was almost none in a nation this size of 126 million people. Um, there, was a, there, there were churches here, but very few had youth at all. The church was elderly. Nothing wrong with that, except they weren't reaching youth. Um, in, in fact, some people say, you know, like, why don't you reach older people? And I say, well, I'd like to, but there's actually a lot of churches reaching them really well, but not many reaching young people. And we realized that fun and, and joy was a huge draw, um, just being us. Um, so 20 years ago, Viv and I came here as a result of a vision. God gave us a vision. We believed it was from Japan. Come on over to Japan. And uh, we just wanted to display the joy and the fun of Jesus. So 10 of us, 10 young Australians plus us came and we just had fun in the universities, on the streets, not making fun of people, but inviting people into our fun. <laughs> and um, hmm. so we're not, we're not uh, you know, trying to, you know, tease people and that sort of thing. Not, not at all. But just we're, we're going to play cards, Uno cards in, in Starbucks. Maybe there's someone here that would like to join us and sure enough, a bit of fun and someone's watching, hey, do you want to join us? And so on the streets, hello, universities, hello. Um, building that concept was so important here in Japan, so important. Not making fun of people or culture, but just having fun, giving permission to be in our fun, which was a big part of Japan, that when people had permission, they lit up this, whoa, yo. Friends, nice. So we realized early on just how important this 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 was um, for us, 
and for the people of Japan. Those two things. For us, it was we had to maintain our joy in a hard time. So um, I tell this story often that those first few months in Japan with Viv and me and my, our little boys and 10 young Australians, there were a few others, so maybe 15 people, we had no money. That's a bad plan in Japan uh, or very little money. Um, a lot of us did not have houses to, to rent or we didn't have the right visas and it was a, it was a mess. But we decided every Wednesday night we were going to get together, get in a circle and give good news. And um, the good news was not so good, really. But we, we learned how to be ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculously positive, r- ridiculously faith positive and joyful in the in the face of hard times so the, the 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 guideline of the night was to go around the group and everyone had to give a good news story and when you didn't have one you had to not make one up but you had to think and um so it sounded like this someone would say um i went for a job interview this week i didn't get the job but i had a job interview yay everyone's clapping and this is ridiculous right the next person you know i i, I was thinking i this is so hard here in Japan that I was on a train and the end of the train line was Narita Airport. I could have kept going and got on a plane and got back to Australia, but I didn't. I'm still here. Yay. Next person. I had the same experience. I almost got on the, on the plane too, but I didn't. Yay. Now, this ridiculousness actually had an impact because everything was true. We weren't making it up, but it was like we had to find something positive in the hard time. It's that old picture of someone with a, a glass of water and you say, is it half empty or half full? How do you see it? And half empty people say, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. Half full people say, I don't have a lot, but I got something. And we created that ridiculousness into a point of joy. So you can imagine when things actually did get better, they, people got jobs and they got homes and they got visas. And it's like this huge celebration like yay and and the next person said well i haven't got my my uh answer to prayer yet but i'm going to rejoice with you and uh it it created this fun space for our team and then we we would have rehearsals and our music was terrible woeful and we were laughing um not at the worship but how bad we were and um and then we get up and we do, when we started church, we do little skits about, you know, Jesus and Peter in the boat and, you know, come up here and act it out and people are laughing. They're not laughing at Jesus. They're laughing at us trying to act a story out to explain it. And people started getting saved. It was incredible. Like people were saying, I, I don't understand much, but I understand that. Or people would say, I don't understand anything, but I'm coming back because you guys are fun. And I think we created something there that was really important for this culture and I think any culture. I I think some people come and see that and they don't like it. That's okay. But majority of people love it and really love it. And non-Christians, new Christians, leaders love this fun because we were also very serious about the Word of God. Talk about journaling a lot, reading the Bible prayer, forgiveness, but also we're just going to do this with a spirit of joy. So that's a big introduction to your question, but it probably deserves some history there that 
Um, we discovered, we learned, we wrote it down. We created a culture that we were never going to let go of. Mm. How how would you how is that different than say for example just positive thinking and uh, like pre- smiling and pretending everything's okay? Like how would you contrast that? Well, I could answer that a few ways, but I'll answer it personally. Before I became to Jesus, I was in the occult, but I was also looking at those self-help, positive thinking books and, and materials, and I tried them. And, and, and the more I tried them, the more I got frustrated because I wasn't them. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't last. And it was fake it, smile it, sm- uh, you know, fake it till you make it. But when I received Jesus, there was an actual joy um, hmm. download from heaven. There actually was a true sense of fulfillment and joy that I, I read about and now I was experiencing. So because I tried all that self-help stuff, I just knew this is not the same. We're talking about touching a supernatural God and his supernatural word and something can can touch you. Even non-Christians, you can be touched by joy. That doesn't mean they got saved, but it means they had a touch. They had a, it, it's that, I think it's um, Psalm 30, 34, either Psalm 31 or Psalm 34, I should know. It says, taste and see the Lord is good. Um, it might be Psalm 31, 8. Taste and see the Lord is good. So that was the scripture. The scripture we mm. had was, come and taste, come and taste Jesus. Come and, come and, come and see his word. Now, some people don't like that language, but that is the Bible. That's exactly what, and Jesus was saying to people, follow me, come and, um, and I just think we need to get this revelation that God wants to touch people. He wants to give them a download of his love and his joy and his grace, even before they get saved, because that's good news. That's the goodness of God. Uh, it says that it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. And, and that means it was leading us before we repented. There was something there drawing us, leading us. So I think my theology is bring joy, bring good news, and let people touch Jesus and touch healing even before they become a Christian. So I don't know if I answered your question then I got so excited. Mm. Um, but I, I just think we, we've got to put it in all parts of our life and, and it's real, it's not fake. Mm. That was the question. It's real. Yeah. And, and I think if, if it's fake, it will wear off and people will go is the mm. other thing. And I, I asked that because it's, it's kind of like my personal experience is when I came into the church, I think I had, I had experienced joy before in my life, but I think it had worn off and I'd gone into self-help and that kind of stuff. And, mm. you know, you learn some good yeah. things about interacting with people or whatever, but it but the joy doesn't change. And <laughs> then I came into Lifehouse and um, I, I would say I didn't really know w- what to do with it um, yeah. when I saw the joy. And at first I'm like, is this real? Is this <laughs> just a happy meeting and everyone goes home again to their sad lives? Or, you know, there's lots of things that I was wondering. And then, but over time, you can't deny as you're around people in the church that, no, actually, he is going through a hard time, but there's something different about him. And Ooh. I've been a Christian for a long time, and I don't have that, and and I want to get back to that. And Ooh. the the joy certainly pulled me back into yeah. growth again. 
um, in and in my life, and then also f- being involved in outreach and evangelism on the streets, like joy was the magnet that mm. brought people in. Like playing music on on the streets, and and people would stop just because we're laughing, and and talk with us. So yeah, yeah it was an incredible. Mm. Uh, it's been an incredible tool for for evangelism and reaching people who don't know Jesus. I think that um, we're just talking about reaching people, just that that aspect. We can come back to Christians a bit later. Mm. But I think uh, here in Japan, we see it m- more than most countries because there is no, almost no Christianity here. There's, there's almost zero. And um, some of them who do know something are expecting religion. They actually use that word, shukyo, which means religion. They're expecting, come to church, okay, our friend will come, but they're expecting, or they don't know what to expect. And I think when they experience joy, there is such a – it's almost like we're giving them permission to have joy right now. That's that's what it is. Mm. I, I think I mentioned that before on a podcast. We're giving Japanese permission to have fun with us. And at church, we're clapping and cheering and there's something happening on the stage and something happening with translation. And and these Japanese people are just enjoying this, this whole scene. And we are real, like <laughs> – we're not different at home. Um, we're having fun. Um, we're enjoying our life in Japan. We're getting back to positive faith thing. A, a lot of foreigners, a lot of uh, people who come here to share the gospel get very serious. They get mm. very, very serious. And um, Japanese don't don't know what to do with that either. Like, oh, it's, it's, they, uh, they say something like, it's, it's like my university lecture. Uh, where we all fall asleep, that's what they say. I'm not saying everyone who comes here is like that, but we just can't be that. We've got to be the opposite where we're, you know, alive and fun. In fact, let, let me say this. I think right at the beginning before we realized the impact of joy, um, we w- would invite friends and we, we could count the number of our friends that were asleep during the message. (Laughter) And I don't know where you're from in the world, but if people are falling asleep in your message, it's not a good thing. Mm. <laughs> That's bad. Like, note to self, this is not working. So when we just had fun, we, people would just wake up. Like we didn't like we weren't like a hundred percent. No one's going to fall asleep. But all of a sudden, we had a much higher retention rate, involvement rate, and salvations started following. And um, I just think. The Japanese needed permission to have fun with us and experience the life of Jesus with us. So if we're always serious and and even you know a little bit religious, they're not coming back. Mm. They're just not coming back. We we've proven that that they, they just won't come back. So outreach is about us having fun with us and inviting people into our fun, uh, whether it's eating. Um, I'll just share a, a, another story like that from another country. Um, when I was young and single, I was living in Malaysia with a, a bunch of, of men from our church in Sydney, like doing outreach. Had to go for a visa renewal in the city of Penang. I was in a, a men's hostel there, and the guy in the bed next to me was from Myanmar. He was from another faith, uh, from Islamic faith, a, a really wonderful young man, and we became friends. And uh, uh, I, I'd love to share Jesus. I'm reading my Bible. I'd love to share. And he said, no, 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 I, I, can't, I can't hear that. I said, that's fine. And then one day he was going for lunch and I said, could I come? And he said, oh, yeah, but we're going to an Islamic restaurant. It's halal food. I said, 
great, I'll come. I love it. I love all the curries. And he, he said, oh, okay, you Christians can come. I said, of course we can. We'd love to have your food. So I, I went to that restaurant with him and it was just full of wonderful people from that faith. And they were looking at me, the white guy, you know, what are you doing here? But you know, I ordered, you know, curry and, um, and you had to eat with your hands. And it, it's really bad, but I'm very left-handed. <laughs> and in Islamic con- countries, that's not great for reasons I'm not going to go into. But I couldn't eat with my right hand. I had to eat. And it, there was no spoon. There was no chopsticks. It had to uh, get the bread. And, and, and I had curry flowing down on my elbow and off my elbow, f- curry flowing off my elbow onto the table. And the whole restaurant was looking at me and they were laughing at me like, what are you doing? And I was going, this is delicious. This is awesome. And, and left hand, not doing it right. And anyway, they, they gave me a towel and cleaned up and I, I greeted everyone. Thank you. Thank you. And when I went back to the, the dormitory with my friend from Myanmar, we closed the door and sat down. He turned to me and he said, you can tell me about your Jesus now. It was it was wow. impacting. It was so impacting. I still remember. I still emotional right now, and I pray for that man that he will get saved because I shared Jesus with him. He didn't pray, but I shared the gospel. After we ate and had fun and laughed and and just was not religious and was just honoring. I was on, I was trying to honor their, them, and, and and the first thing out of his mouth was, "You you can tell me about your Jesus now." Isn't that a great story? Mm. I just think. People are wanting permission to have fun with us and then they're going to hear our story. This is so powerful. And um, that's what you experienced on the streets of Tokyo and Hong Kong, Mm -hmm. that people want permission from good people to have fun. Anyway, that's a a big story. Yeah, well, I feel like fun unlocks something. Like you you see new people come into a church service or in a connect group and when there's lots of laughter going around like they're originally like a little bit stiff like what's going to happen in this church and then they just start relaxing and and yeah like it it gives you access to their heart Uh, i definitely feel like yeah Yeah. it's an amazing tool to uh, get to people's hearts yeah so has there has there been any resistance with building a culture of joy do you yeah any kind of pushback against that yep yep I, th- I mentioned a moment ago, some people just don't, don't like that or don't think it's proper. And I would just say to them, if they said this is too too much fun, we, we've had that comment. Um, mm. I would say to them, we're not trying to be the only church. We don't think we're the only church. But we do know our mission. And our mission is here to reach young Japanese with the gospel. And this is the best way we know. And I said, you can have your opinions, but please don't try and stop the young Japanese. Please don't do that. And some people have left. I've actually said, hey, why don't you try this church? It's a really good church. I think you'll enjoy it. And others who have seen the actual Japanese getting saved, getting healed, came to me and said, um, when we first came to the church, we didn't like it. We didn't like the music or the joy. But we can't deny God's moving here. And we can't deny Japanese are getting saved and, and raised up here. And that changed our heart. We want to be part of this. So mm. I call that win-win. I, we're not trying to win people over to to us. If, if that's hard work, we're going to help them find a place of joy in their own way. 
But when people look at the fruit, you cannot deny that joy is a major part of why we're, we're successful in the gospel, in sharing the gospel. And I would also say, I think we need to look look at the gospels with Jesus' stories and and look at look at the look at the fun Jesus had with his disciples. I know there were some serious moments, but there's some crazy fun moments there where, you know, Peter let down your nets on the other side, and when he let, you know, and there's so many fish, he broke the nets, and it's just like Jesus, he went overboard. <laughs> Pardon the pun, and. Uh, <laughs> You've got to read into the, 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 the stories. Jesus was a real person, and he really had fun. I think he had so much fun healing people and after seeing their lives changed. And so I'm, I'm, And again, I've got to say, as a non-Christian, this is the way I read the Gospels. I did not read the Gospels as a, as a, as a, as a serious Jesus all the time. I read the Gospels like, wow, he's so fun. He's so loving. He's so powerful, and so I just think that's the sort of church I wanna I wanna have, and and also mm. for my own boys. Um, we haven't really talked about this, but when we started Lifehouse here in Tokyo, our boys were little, nine and four, and there was no other kids in the church. After one year, we had one other kid, but that's it for about five years. Um, my kids needed to know that church was good and God was good. And fun was a big part of that. They would make friends with the older people, probably like yourself, and just just having fun together, just laughing. And and my boys seeing something going wrong and people, instead of getting angry, they laughed and said, we've got to fix this. And that saw that culture. I think it's a big part of the reason why our boys have done well with their own faith as young adults. So, again, I want our kids and, and, and your kids, who are so fun, I, I love your – I love your videos with your kids, Richard. They're they're just the funnest kids ever, and um, I just yeah. love that because that that reflects the church that we want for, for for kids to come in and just have fun. Now, not every child is a fun kid. Some are very focused, and we've got a few in our church that make robots at age six and seven. And I'm thinking that's fun. <laughs> you know, you you've discovered fun, and I'm into that. And I come up, whoa, you're amazing. That's great, and um, so I'm not talking about fun as in everyone's smiling and joking all the time, but just joy, just the joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm. It, it really pulled me in, you know, cause I, I, I wanted that. Um, I just wanted it to be real. Yeah. And, uh, I think what was so good was that we never, we never told people that you're not going to have challenges. There was no, it wasn't never. just everything's positive cause it's not all positive, but but we can be positive because of our God and uh, the, the gospel of go- this good news we have. Yeah. And so I can have fun and, yes, can still have some struggles or whatever. And I, I feel like that's, that's real. I, yeah. I can do that. I just can't do the fake, fake a smile thing forever if, if yeah, when it's. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's the way I want to live my life. If I'm a pastor or not a pastor, I want to be part of a church where me and my kids are having fun, loving God, it's real, Mm -hmm. and seeing people saved and seeing people who have been Christians a long time rediscovering joy as well. Um, I I do think we can rediscover joy. I think that's what you were saying. You, as a young man, um, Mm. you'd lost joy. 
Can I just jump in here with something else? The reason mm-hmm. why I think some Christians lose joy is I think they are, there's a lot of guilt about not doing things, like not praying enough or not reading the Bible enough or not doing something enough. And there's come to church, people feel bad and or, or at home they feel bad. I think guilt is the killer of joy. So I think that mm. we have to feed ourselves on positive faith. A scripture like Romans 8.1 is a key scripture. There is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus because through Christ Jesus, the Spirit of the law, Spirit of, Spirit of, of God has set me free from the Spirit of the law. Um, sorry for that misquote. Um, no condemnation. No condemnation. Grace, joy. They go hand, grace and joy go hand in hand. In fact, in the Greek, in the New Testament Greek, New Testament was written in uh, Greek language, the word joy and the word grace are, are, are twin words. They're almost the same word in the Greek. They're from the same word. And there's a third word, gift. Those three words are from a root in the Greek language. So grace and joy are linked. And I think that when people don't feel grace, they feel condemned. They don't feel joy. So I think we have to help people sort of say, hey, you know, come out of that funk, that heaviness. Come out of that heaviness. It's, it's not going to help you. And then some people say, oh, no, it's, I need to carry it because I've done wrong things. We say, no, that's, that's not the way a son or daughter thinks. And we have to mm. teach people the teaching on sons and daughters that sets us free from the spirit of, the, the spirit of God, sets us free from the spirit of the law. We, we've got to train people in that joy. Unfortunately, some Christians have got heavy. Now, again, there are some heavy things happening right now in the world. You know, we're not going to say to people, have joy and, you know, smile when, when they're going through tremendous pain. But I do think the church worldwide needs to keep a spirit of joy and, and hope that we can pray with people going through pain and help them a way back to uh, receiving God's healing and grace and, and finally joy. So it's not like get over it and get joy. That's not it. That's not it. It's can we help you and pray with you? And over time, I think you're going to start to feel joy again. Yeah, in my in my time um, in Lifehouse, uh, we've been through some pretty big world events. Definitely, the earthquake in Japan um, was was just wild, and now this pandemic. And um, here we've had social unrest in the streets and. Uh, what, could you just speak to this? These values, this joy and positive yeah. faith, in hard times like that. How does it help the church? Or I, th- I think our greatest model is Jesus. Um, he had some great fun with his disciples, but then he also went to the the cross. And the night before the cross, he had great pain and sorrow, and and he wanted his disciples to be with him. And so I, I think there's there's all there's all sides to life. But I don't think Jesus ever lost his joy. I, I, I'm convinced. It, it, God doesn't lose joy. It says in Psalm 1611, in your presence is fullness of joy. So if you're around Jesus, you're around joy. He never lost his joy. I think about the, on the cross where the two thieves, and one thief was cursing Jesus and the other th- thief um, said, Jesus, would you remember me? And I think on the cross there was a bit of joy. As Jesus looked to him, because he could turn his head, and uh, said, "Today, 
you'll be with me in paradise. And right there in the middle of the pain, the worst pain that none of us could experience, Jesus showed some joy that he's dying for the man who was beside him. And he said, today, you're going to be with me in paradise. And I just think we, joy is not always overt or outwards, but I think it's a condition of the heart that we sense the grace and the goodness of God in any circumstance. And I want to believe for that in my hardest time. Amen. My hardest moment, I want to believe I'm, there's going to be joy. And I've had some hard times. Um, I've been beaten for the gospel. I've been bloodied for the gospel. I've been imprisoned for a day. doesn't seem a lot, but it, it wasn't a great day. <laughs> um, um, been you know, in typhoons at sea on a ship. But I've always felt the presence of God. And I've also felt the presence of God equally in any geography of the world. For example, in Australia, in Japan, in Thailand, in Jerusalem, I felt God the same. The kingdom of God is within you. And I would say to anyone, look for the joy in the time of pain. It's going to be there. There's going to be a sense of God's joy that God is with you. And yeah, we don't deny pain. Never, ever. But I think Jesus, even in his darkest moments, had joy. And that's our model. That's what I want to be, a Christian leader that says, hey, people in Hong Kong, you've had some years of pain, but God's with you. Do you feel the joy? And, And again, it's not big smiles. Yes, we're so happy. But it's that internal sense that God's with us. And you go home and pray with your family and say, we're okay, kids. We're okay. We're doing good. God is with us, that positive faith. Remember the ridiculousness of our circle I talked about here? That, that's a big part of what I'm saying, that ridiculousness doesn't mean lying. It just means you're looking for what God is doing and you're speaking it and it brings joy. Mm. You know, I've found that sometimes even in like men's connect groups, sometimes it's hard for them to share good news. It's like yeah. you've got to really train them to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> Maybe is that a man thing? Is that a male um, thing? I, I, I use a lot with men. Let's talk about men. I use a lot of sports terms with men like, come on, guys, we're on the team together here. And, you know, one guy in the corner says, I'm not sharing. That's fine. No worries, but you're on the team. You're on the team, right? Everyone is on the team, right? Yeah. Next week. Come on, come on, Jerry, whatever his name is. Come on, mate. Can we be part of the team? Come on. And I think before long, we're teaching Jerry, let's say his name's Jerry, to enjoy the group, enjoy the dynamic, and maybe even journal. So we're 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 pulling people in. It's not what's wrong with you, Jerry. It's come and join the fun, Jerry. And we're inviting. I think we're getting a high strike rate with that. I There's one guy in our church right now I look at right now and I, I thought a few years ago um, that guy never shows joy. Honestly, he's he's not like the most, you know, flour- what's the word, Out- outward mm. person. But when I talk to him, his world is full of joy, his wife, his kids, his job, his and I thought, you know, he, he and he's always in connect group. For these two years of COVID, it never misses. And I thought, that's, that's that sort of guy that's very analytical. Mm. And yet he was drawn in and he is totally full of joy in his own way. So we do think of personalities and, mm. and whatever, but the, the, the invitation, 
And his name is not Jerry, okay? <laughs> Come on, Jerry. We don't have any Jerrys I know of in our church. If you've got a Jerry, I'm sure he's a good guy. Um, <laughs> if you are a Jerry, I'm sure you're a good guy. Um, there's this pull in. Never about what's wrong with you or why. No, 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 no. It's come and join the team using sports terms and uh, just loving them. Mm. I think that the personality point is a really good one and an important one because some people are super goofy and very outward. And we're not saying everyone needs to be that. No. Uh, But at the same time, we can't use this excuse of, oh, my joy is just deep. Right, that whole no. deep joy thing where it's, you don't express yeah. any of it. When I came to Japan, um, Japanese Christians said, the Japanese, are, they're so serious and they're so this and they're so that. And, I, and we arrived in 2002 where Japan was hosting the Soccer World Cup. And I saw Japanese on the streets. They were dancing and they were singing and doing their, oh, you know, Nihon, 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 their, 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 their call and... And then they get on a train and everyone was very silent and still. And then the train would, would come to their stop and they'd get off. And, oh, you know, oh, and I said to myself, note, Japanese, when they have permission, love joy. And that was it. That was my revelation of the Japanese. I thought, I'm not going to listen to anyone speaking about Japan or Japanese not liking fun. They love it. It's just got to be the right moment. I think probably the same with guys in the connect group you know they've got to know it's it's the safe and it's the moment to and you've got some wonderful people in hong kong that are very analytical that's why they're good at business and and, and no one has to be the same but it's just drawing them hey come on come and have some food come and have some joy And, and and it's they'll never become the outward crazy person but they are going to enjoy the group Mm. they are they're going to enjoy being part of a crazy group and doing their little bit Mm. So we're not trying to change personalities. We're just trying to invite people into a family, really, isn't it? It's a, it's a family mm-hmm. group where we can have joy. And I think uh, many times our role as if we're leading a group or leading a church or whatever, our role is to give people permission yeah. to have fun. Uh, I think people are watching the pastor. They're watching <laughs> the, the leader like, is this okay? Or <laughs> Yeah. yeah. With the, with our online the last two years, most of our church has been online services. We, we've heard from people. Uh, we, we decided just to, to, to just to film it, bloopers and everything. I don't mean it's like a bad blooper, but just, you know, drop drop something. And, whoops. And people would constantly say that was the best part. <laughs> I loved it when you knocked the light over. I loved it when you forgot the scripture. Uh, I had to look it up. You know, people love that backstory. They, they just love being, you know, and I think, that, again, small group is like the backstory. Like that's, that's who we are and family and going out for dinner together and someone makes a big mess or me, my mess in that Islamic restaurant. And they love that mm. because that is, that is a source of joy is to be family and, and laugh with each other. Yeah, we just had one of our pastor couples, David and Kat, preach a message here bilingual message so one uh, cat is translating for david and and she she lost it in one of the stories that he was telling like she's just <laughs> giggling so hard and we left it in the edit and people just said that was the best oh. part of the message <laughs> the message was good post, but i need to see that you need to post me that, that i'd love yeah. to see that yeah it's fun 
Yeah. Anyway, who doesn't want to go to a church like that? Who doesn't want to yeah. be around people like that? Yeah. Yeah. And have and kids growing up knowing that they don't have to be perfect and Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's okay to make a mistake. Yeah. 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 And here in Japan we also teach people failure is not final. I know that's a bit of a, a catch cry in the West, but here in Japan it's a new thought where failure is fatal. And we say to them, No, no, no. Failure is not final. Just get up and grow. And we're teaching that in Connect Group as well. The the, these values, I think that would be true in most of Asia. There's this thing about, you know, I can't make a mistake. But when they do and they're okay, the family with them, like you just said, it just adds so much to life. It really mm. is. Yeah. And I think it, 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 it makes the church stand out from every other organization that people have been a part of. True. Where people are celebrated for trying and getting up again. And yeah, it's a supportive. It's like, oh, this is a family. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Love it. Well, all right. This is great. A church of joy and positive faith. Uh, I want to go to that church. Sounds good. Let's go to church this Sunday. (laughs) Online or in person. Let's enjoy. Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks everyone for this uh, episode of the Rodcast. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you enjoyed today's episode with Pastor Rod, why don't you subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to this and we'll see you next time.